0: Welcome to the Let's Meet for a Beer podcast, conversations with inspiring people paired with amazing beer. Let's get going. All right. Welcome to the podcast. I'm hanging out with Helen and Brad Hoffman, owners of Fourth Meridian Brewing Company in Lloyd Minster, Alberta. I should preface. Um, yeah. How's it going, guys? Great. Good,
1: thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, no, thank you. It's been. Uh, nice to be in touch and uh obviously some exciting news that we'll get to but uh so i thought it'd be great time to just kind of touch base and see what you guys are doing so uh just for the uh just to kind of give context before you guys started the brewery i'm always interested in why people start breweries because it seemed to me that you guys had some pretty good careers uh, helen you're an environmental consultant and brad you were in the oil field trucking business um so you know, you're living your lives, and also I should mention, Helen, you were uh, you were doing some some coaching for figure skating as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. So Big part of my life, yeah.
0: Okay, so you're living yeah. your life. Um, yeah, you're, you have busy careers, and you decide you're going to start a brewery. Um, what was it about the brewing industry that uh, compelled you to start a
1: brewery? Well, um, I'd say like our first exposure to a craft brewery was uh like maybe 15 years ago now it's been a long time Uh, I was at Wild Rose in Calgary at the barracks there and we'd like we'd never been to a place like that we barely even really knew what craft beer was it was just Mm -hmm. like we did a little brewery tour there and learned about craft beer and I was like this is such a cool place and such a cool industry and um it kind of sparked the passion I guess for it or the love for it um, and then our we had another business partner when we first started, and he was home like hobby brewing at home and um you know it was just one of those pipe dream ideas for a long time. um we talked about it laws oh, we should do this, we should do this and uh when the laws changed in Alberta, and it kind of seemed like within our grasp of something to be able to do and oil crash, <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> we had
1: the time on our hands to really get going on it and actually you know like get, you know, get serious about it and do the research and start doing, going through all the steps to make it happen.
0: I love it. So you said in 2016, you had a quote unquote, garage brewer (laughs) brewery. (laughs) Um, and then in 2017, you opened a space in, in town. So maybe, um, describe what it was like when you guys started in 2016 what what was the uh, garage brewery what did it look like well, was it literally you'd, you'd in probably a garage
1: cringe. <laughs> you'd probably cringe if you saw the setup but no it just it was such more to
2: test the waters yeah. and boy, making sure people would try this new new thing out that was new in the province and uh right we didn't know how people would take it here so um started small still working our other jobs and um dipped our toe in a little bit and Um, had a little bit of success so we thought
1: yeah yeah like the immediate response here was really positive and uh you know the the local businesses kind of took us on right away and um we just you know it was a a way for us to start without putting a ton of money and effort into it that like would put us at i guess financial risk right um given our circumstances so we we really started with like a shoestring budget and a minimal setup and just Kind Of figured out the uh industry and licensing,
2: and so uh, one bottle great. at a time,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: is that what it was? <laughs> Where you, yeah. you guys, you guys were kind of hand-hand hand bottling, we, it. we
1: had two eventually
0: at a time, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and that's a really, I like that approach in terms of learning, getting feedback before kind mm. of diving in, right? Um, so what was you know, what, what. When you're getting the feedback uh, from customers, um, how did that help shape your vision? And when you started the the, the larger facility in 2017, I guess, what was the vision for 4th Meridian? Yeah.
2: yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: well, like we, had, we had really positive feedback, uh, but we realized pretty quickly where we were in the shop that people... Did, there was a lot of people that didn't understand what craft beer was. They didn't understand the product um, or the industry at all. And being, you know, out of town in a family shop or we didn't have a tap room, it couldn't really expose
2: enough yeah. people
1: in town to what craft beer is. So we realized pretty quickly if we wanted it to grow and for people to um, get exposure to the product, uh, we needed a physical space in town that you could come and sit down and um, get the vibe understand the products and the process and the
2: reason we got into it is because it was fun I and mean, like going out and trying new beers yeah like it hooked us to bring right. to our city and there was nothing like that here at yeah. All. yeah so we got
1: hooked you know at our first <clears throat> brewery visit and you know went to multiple breweries after that and so we figured like if it if it got us it'll get others totally and,
0: and that, that's <laughs> what I was curious about because you mentioned wild rose and you mm-hmm. know and I'm lucky enough to live pretty close to that brewery and um i'm actually going to be going over there there's a new one starting close to it called vacay so i'm actually going to meet those guys but wild rose to me is one of those inspiring breweries um was it was it breweries like that that inspired you you know it's like that really is a is a gathering space for the for the Mm -hmm. community and so was that something that was important to you guys is
2: to be that gathering place for lloyd minster yeah and like the first few times i had craft beer i didn't even know what i was having like right. I was at Brewster's in Edmonton, had the raspberry ale, I think they call it. Um, yeah. Didn't even know what it was. Thought it was a pretty decent. And uh, I think in 2002, I think we were on a road trip and went to Grizzly Paw in Canmore and had a Porter Stout. And I didn't know what the heck that was and thought it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Who would drink this dark, dark, <laughs> I don't know if you can swear shit. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> We've
1: come a long way. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. Isn't it crazy though, hey? Because yeah. I, I agree and I talk about that with, um, Anytime I'm doing events and, and talking about breweries is, is how I, I was the same way, you know, you kind of like you, you go and you experiment and, um, mm-hmm. you know, Brewster's for me was a big one because they yeah. were, they were putting out stuff like the pumpkin, uh, beers before anyone knew that you could do that. And so, yeah. uh, it was, it was always fun to, to do that. Now, having said that, when you guys started, so you want to have that cool vibe, uh, welcoming vibe for the community. But did you have a sense of what beers that you guys wanted to make, or or did the community kind of maybe lead you into uh, specific directions in that way?
2: Well, I think we all liked IPAs, of course. That yeah. was a hot thing at the time.
1: It um, was a bit of both, like trying me, yeah, to, yeah, trying to get variety out there and expose people to different styles, but also making them making sure we had some approachable yeah you know please yeah. the masses a bit more
0: absolutely well and i think a lot of people i, th- I think there's this stereotype of what people you know they're there's you know you have to make really easy drinking beers right. when i talk to especially small town breweries small city breweries i think they're they a lot of people are surprised at how much people are asking for the ipas or the yeah. stouts mm-hmm. or whatever they they think it's going to be very you know simple ales or simple lagers yeah. um kind of like your your coors light replacements um, right. which i think is to some degree there's obviously people that are asking for that but uh yeah even i was up at um in slave lake uh talking to the guys from dog island and yeah. there was guys who week one you know, wouldn't drink anything because they just wanted their <laughs> their you know their light beer replacement, right. and uh, now they're drinking you know the double IPAs and stuff like that. Yeah. So have you guys sort sort of seen people kind of open up to that as oh, well?
1: percent. Like I don't know. How, we we call like we've converted them, right? Yeah. Like yeah, they used to be like, oh, I used to only drink Bud Light or Fruit Canadian, whatever their go to is. And I'm like, I can't even drink that anymore. It doesn't taste <laughs> like anything. And it was a place and a the
2: time for everything, too.
1: I guess. But you 100%. know, like and like you say the. The surprise of how many people are asking for the IPAs. Like, that's our, 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 we have a, a blonde ale that was the first beer we did, and, and that's still our best seller, our number one seller. But our second is our Sparky IPA. Like, that's, yeah. and that's here. Like, that's, that's our community that's, um, and, that's going. And I stuff. agree
0: with that, Brad. Like you were saying, with there's a time and a place for everything. I think yep. that um, yeah, I, I, um, I remember being at a hockey tournament with a bunch of guys this is in Montana years ago. And, um, someone tried to, as we were playing a game outside, someone tried to hand me like a double IPA and I'm like, Oh, no, thanks. <laughs> no." Like, you know, that's, that's when you need a light lager. You know what I mean? You're putting yeah, right. in an all day session. Yeah. High craft okay. beer alcohol is not what you want. <laughs> yeah. It's going to put you no. down hundred percent. So you guys, um, were the first brewery in Lloydminster. Is that right?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And, uh, and you're on the Alberta side of the border.
1: Yep.
0: How has, I guess, looking just at Lloydminster and area, how has the craft beer culture evolved since 2016? Are there, I believe there's at least one more brewery there. So border is border city. Are they, are they producing there now yet? Or
1: they're not, no, okay. they're, um, I guess, uh, contracting, contracting they don't have yeah. a, a space opened. um, okay. But they they have their their pale ale. Um. So yeah. they started, I think, last year, maybe. I think yeah, last I year. think so. About yeah. a year. They're ago. They're friends of ours. You know, we're we're uh, we have a good good relationship with them too. Yeah. And, uh, and is yeah, there others
0: so. coming, or what does the landscape look like there? I hear rumors of a distillery.
2: But, yeah, it uh, started.
1: Yeah, it started.
2: But no space.
1: Well, think. they're in it like us. They did. They're doing the shop thing. Like. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. kind of uh. Yeah.
1: We have a lot of shop space in Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no wait, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> And then in just in terms of the general public, are they getting kind of more, you know, is, is it, you know, like you said before, you know, when you first start, it's kind of like, what is this? Um, mm-hmm. do you notice that, you know, craft beers kind of become a uh, more of a common thing for them? They're not quite looking at you like uh, deer in headlights for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's. It, the public perception has changed. I mean, I think it's not only
2: us though. It's yeah across the whole province, I
1: gonna both provinces,
2: Saskatchewan and Alberta. Now, yeah, every brewery does their part to educate, and I um, think that's a
1: whole, like the support the whole industry, industry so much that
2: you. I you was actually I want
0: I wanted to ask you guys about challenges because you guys have a specific challenge being a border city, and I was yeah. I, I don't know why this kind of caught me off guard. I because I, I guess it's obvious, but the idea that because it's a border city and you, you literally can't without a great deal of challenge, sell your product on in in literally the same city that you live. So um, maybe talk about that a little (laughs) bit. Like how does, like, that's, I mean, it just seems really weird to me.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I'll show you this just outside our windows here. Like, I guess you can't really see, but that's our parking lot and on the other side of our parking lot is the border. So, about a hundred meters away is like that's where sales stops. So and could you not
0: have, build it on the border and then just have like you like know
1: straddle the highway? <laughs> I don't like, know. Oh, yeah, we're, we're and, in two but, places. And and that drinking <laughs> age is nineteen
2: in Saskatchewan yeah. and eighteen in Alberta, and that so changes what,
1: right at the border, right? So I mean, I obviously most of the establishments are on the Alberta side, but there are a handful on the Saskatchewan side, and the yeah. main one is. uh, well, there's, I guess the casino now, but the, the exhibition grounds, which is where all the big events happen. That's mm-hmm. our big, our big center for any, any events in Lloyds, yeah. Saskatchewan.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So even yeah. our city has a hard time supporting us in their facilities.
0: Yeah. It's uh and I, I guess that really shines a spotlight on, you know, we talk about interprovincial trading and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the laws are, you know, Maybe outdated uh, to mm-hmm. some extent, and uh, I think what you guys have to deal with is is makes it that much more obvious. I mean, it's it seems yeah.
2: almost silly that you're not allowed to sell well, product. That's what the, the federal street. government is for: is to unite all the provinces and make interprovincial trade easy. I don't understand why there's any differences from yeah. the province. Yeah. It should be equal across the whole board. I mean,
1: this is something we've been navigating now, obviously since we started, and um, thankfully our city, uh, you know, they. For last basically I think it took about a year I mean I've been trying to to come up with a solution since we started but the city really stepped up this past year to try and get a a solution in place for us so there is one Saskatchewan-based liquor store in Lloydminster um and for us to get our product there we had to stock and connect ship to Regina ship back to Lloyd and then she could sell it so I mean people were doing that but that turnaround time was at least six to eight weeks Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people don't think about their liquor order until they know their ticket sales for an event or, you know, things like that. So um, the they proactive organizers, event organizers would be like, all right, we're getting your beer. We're ordering it now. It's three months away. We know what we're doing. But most people weren't. And they'd be like, oh, can we get your beer? I'm like, well, you're too late. I know it's over a month away, but sorry, it's not going to get you Isn't that time, crazy? And right? even a
0: month. Like, yeah, yeah most right? And think. so
1: they the city did get um, an agreement in place for us with SLGA that we can actually directly distribute to that liquor store, that's, the Saskatchewan uh, liquor store. So that's been a huge help, but, but we still have, I mean, like we still have the out of province markup and so our product's like a lot more expensive than, right. Um, but it, that's just, it is, it's what it, it is, at least now we can get it there in, you know, 48 hours kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Well, it's funny because I've, I've literally been, you know, having lunch with a a brewer or a salesperson from a brewery and they're getting texts like, Hey, can you deliver this? And the ability to just literally drive it to the place and deliver it. I mean, it makes all the difference, right? Especially when you're a small business um, like yourself. Okay. So I wanted to talk about something that I thought was really exciting when you guys uh, texted me or emailed me the other day. Um, Let's talk about kind of, how you're growing which is you've taken over ribstone creek brewery um Mm -hmm. so first of all congratulations on that thank you yeah no that was exciting because i know i was personally i was quite sad to hear that they were closing i was at the brewery at ribstone in edgerton Before they had anything in the building, all they had was Um, all their cans of their their empty cans of their lager and just kind of a vision for for what they wanted to do. So um, I definitely followed that journey the whole way. And so definitely sad. So when you guys told me that you guys were were taking it over, that was exciting to me. I just wanted to learn a little bit more about what that means. So maybe just talk to me about... um, Uh, how you guys are reviving the Ribstone brand?
1: Yeah, we, um, you know, we started discussing kind of, you know, heard about their situation uh, kind of last summer, I guess. And um, through, you know, discussions and and communication with them, um, came up with the plan to purchase them uh, in order to kind of keep everything they had started going. Um, so in December, we finally closed our deal and our plan is to, you know, carry on the Ribstone name, the Ribstone brand, um, the Ribstone recipes, the products, everything that they started, uh, we're just looking to continue where they left off. And we're really excited to do that. And we also were very disappointed to hear <laughs> that, um, they, they might not be continuing. I guess we kind of heard that probably before everybody else did. Yeah. Um, yeah. and we thought that like, we, we don't want to see this company go
0: so yeah um was there a particular because so the lager for me was was something that was really good um but mm-hmm. a, a, a favorite of ours in the office was the old man winter as well so did did you guys have a seek uh, sorry uh, a favorite of theirs that uh, that you wanted to make sure was uh you know stayed on the shelves
2: um i like the raspberry sour myself
0: Berliner okay. Weiss. yeah
1: i like the great white combine and i like old man winter as well and the lot i mean I, I like them all they were yeah. again one of those early early breweries in alberta that kind of were, were like you know if they were able to do it i think we can do it too they sort of inspired us that yeah if you can make a goal of it in edgerton i think we can make a goal of it here in lloyd so um yeah they had, they had quite a few that i really liked and mm-hmm. i'm excited that we'll be able to keep
0: them going well and and back when they started um it was really in my opinion before craft breweries were were making the easy drinking beers and so when they started with the lager i thought that was um really unique but uh there i remember them explaining and just you know who they were targeting and why that was important so i think they 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 did um changed the way that people thought of craft beer. Yeah.
2: Um, and even
0: like you said, just being able to be open in such a small, um, cause it's not even a town. It was like, yeah. So, um, so yeah, congratulations on that. Thank when you. can people expect to see the brand on shelves again?
1: Uh, pretty soon here uh, we have a bash the logger is coming back first so that'll be ready uh to hit the shelves at the end of january here last second last, last week of january and the old man winter is uh, making a triumphant return in about i'd say three weeks maybe yeah something
0: like that yeah nice nice yeah. fermenting uh, away <laughs> that's so cool yeah. so and so like you said same is it the same recipes
1: same recipes um,
0: same branding, all that same sort of branding, stuff,
1: everything. Yeah. You know, like everything that you're used to seeing ripstone look like will continue on looking the same way. I guess it'll say Brood and Lloyd Minster instead of Bruton and Edgerton, but, yeah, um, in any other, other aspect, it's going to look the same. So,
0: yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. So
1: thank you so much.
0: I guess at the end of the day, why, you know, thinking about how to expand and stuff like that, why did, um, why did you choose to to expand in this way? I I am personally excited for, it, but um, why why did you make the choice to buy Ripstone?
2: Um, just to have uh, more sophisticated equipment, I guess, mm-hmm. bigger equipment, um, which is going to require bigger space too. So we're going to do more tap room stuff in Lloydminster and. Um move the little factory here.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think what started our conversation with them, uh, like we're in a small community. and am Edgerson's not that far from Lloyd. And so we kind of got wind of um what their situation was and somebody kind of said to us, oh, they might have some equipment for sale. And that's really actually what started our conversation with them. was like, oh, are you selling any tanks? Are you offloading anything? We we're looking to get more stuff. And then and then the conversation spiraled from there um so the the biggest thing for us is uh like i guess not the biggest the, the physically the biggest thing for us is getting all this equipment um and moving it to lloyd because that's going to expand our our production capacity
2: for the canning I, line especially in the canning
1: line so oh, nice. so now we actually will have the physical capability of producing large volumes um or like in in our by our definition i guess large volumes and canning a yeah. lot more. Um and then the brand, I mean, they did a really good job developing a brand and they did a really
2: Yeah, cans look great. Yeah,
1: they have great a great um their
2: beer was everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. They have a, a great product, they have a great brand. And so we just really saw the value in in keeping that going um the way they had had started it. So yeah. We have and, big shoes to fill, but we're excited
0: to do <laughs> it. Oh, good for you. So I, I think you mentioned um are you planning to move facilities, sorry? Yeah.
2: Okay. We're going to have to. We're just yeah,
1: our, our current we're barely states. fit here. <laughs> we have uh we can do a little pan here. We've got tanks creeping up the front of the brewery and nice. we're more or less out of room yeah. where we sit. So
2: That's every cool. inch is
0: used. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. So are you staying on the Alberta side?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, for us to go through the licensing process of Saskatchewan, I mean, <laughs> we've, we've just crossed one hurdle from Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know if we're. I don't know if we have it in us right now to do to do the uh, facility and licensing side there, and I think it'd be a whole we'd would it'd feel like starting from scratch again. So but yeah, we'll have yeah. some
2: equipment for somebody to scratch Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, talk yeah. to the
0: border city guys. I don't know. That's where, right. Yeah. Hey? Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So outside of work, I just because you guys seem like obviously you got your hands full with the brewery, but yeah. you you do have two kids. Yeah. Uh, and quite young kids. uh yeah. Do you have a favorite? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I do like asking that Whichever every now and again. You was. get a Whoever look from someone.
1: the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the night.
0: <laughs> every now and again, I get someone answer. They're like, "Oh yeah, I got a favorite." Um, <laughs> and then Helen, I, I I mentioned earlier. So you, um, I always like asking people things that might surprise um, people. Um, you are a high level figure skater. So yeah, I
1: was a competitive figure skater. Yeah. In so early days.
0: <laughs> now, do your kids figure skate?
1: Uh, our three-year-old daughter uh, has gone to two classes so far it's been a lot of crying so I don't know if it's in the books for her but I'll give her a few more chances I can
0: I can imagine being a figure skating parent is a lot of work yeah
1: yeah it's expensive too I,
0: I grew up I grew up in Red Deer so Red Deer was a big kind of figure skating yeah Town. Yep. So I'm actually the same age as Jamie Slay. So our oh, okay, older yeah. siblings played hockey together. So me yeah. and Jamie, when we were super young, we're kind of rink rats. But um, having like her and a few of my friends growing up in the figure skating world, I kind of yeah. get a sense of, and that was back in like the eighties and nineties. So I right. can only imagine now it's even crazier. How much but,
1: crazier it is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was funny because you were saying, you know, it, I think a lot of people in the beer world would be surprised that you were a high level competitive figure skater but then vice versa yeah uh, if you if you went back to your figure skating friends and they'd be like sorry what you want what are you doing brewery?
1: now yeah. yeah you're doing what <laughs> yeah yeah do they ever um, come in I mean, for a
0: quick pint after figure skating or what <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: not usually <laughs> uh yeah parents. you know i mean i was in i was in a competitive uh environment i was in, a, in the competitive field and so um you know most like athletes leaving i don't maybe it's maybe it's not just Figure skating, probably competitive athletes in general, like you, their their typical life path, leaving the sport. Uh, I don't know anybody that's going into alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's just not really the. the but you know, I,
0: it seems to me like it's the perfect après if you're playing hockey. So I mean, yeah, you must get true. equally yeah. as thirsty after a yeah.
1: Yeah, after that's a true. figure
0: skating session.
1: It, it it's It's a lot of work, so maybe maybe I've started something maybe i've I've targeted a new community we'll see
0: that's awesome and then hey brad i I wanted to mention just because uh you mentioned that you're you you enjoy the snowboarding so me and Trevor that uh, I work with um, we're actually starting we're today we're going on a on a little bit of a journey, so we're doing our beer festival in Revelstoke, nice. so kind of mapped it out so we're going to go golden revelstoke nelson fernie and then back home um and we'll get Not some bad. skiing in
1: looking for his invite yeah
0: well i was gonna ask you like i don't know it seems to me that there wouldn't be a lot of mountains in around where you are no well,
2: um, there's some hills is there, <laughs> Not do you, it, there.
0: What, what like so when you snowboard do you do you get a chance to come out to, like do you do like what jasper like what what would be a
1: well,
2: kind of the closest yeah. mountain to you that would be the closest uh, yeah I didn't we didn't go last year, did we uh i don't,
1: think we missed I don't it know i think we missed it yeah i mean our kids kind of took all of our totally
2: time yeah time
1: away. <laughs> but we used to do the mountains a lot like a rebel soap was probably yeah. your favorite actually yeah idea. it's a, a great Golden's place awesome. to go and we yeah I'm uh, yeah I'm before we Golden. had had little ones we did a lot we made a lot more effort to get out to the mountains and we try new places all the time and
2: yeah Yeah. obviously try the beers there
1: yeah
0: well that's exactly what that's why we decided to do the trip because we were looking we had to go to revy for for work um but then it's like well all these breweries so you know golden has white tooth
2: yeah
0: um revy has mount bagby and then Mm -hmm. nelson has two uh so nelson brewing and back roads and then fernie has fernie so i'm just like we can go do a beer tour and they're all doing um a revy festival so get to do some nice. podcasts along hey. the way and stuff like that but uh, no i just I, I i have a lot of friends from uh that area um lloyd minster saskatchewan area so uh anytime they make fun of you know us for what we call lakes. I make fun of them for what they call mountains. So.
1: mountains. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we call them mountains. We have Mount joy that yeah. outside of, just outside of Lloyd. Uh, it's good for our three-year-old table mountain. <laughs> table. Yeah. Mountain. yeah. Table yeah. We try.
0: <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, okay. So looking at everything that you guys have done, uh, since 2016, is there what part of the business and I'll ask each of you individually. So Helen, I'll start with you. What part of the business are you most excited for? What, what do you enjoy doing?
1: Uh, Oh, what do I enjoy? I don't know. (laughs) Um, I, I just, I really like the industry. Like I'm really, um, excited that the Alberta craft beer industry has grown to what it is. Um, my personal favorite thing to do is event planning, uh, here in the brewery. So I, or, or anywhere, really, like, not just at the brewery. It's kind of what I've been doing, I guess, for the last few years, but um, I really like being a part of events and getting to events and planning events, so um, I'm excited to continue that and now also expand on uh, events with the Ribstone line and see kind of what other doors that opens for right. us to be a part of. Um,
2: we'll put our own owner I, operator touch on it. Yeah. See how yeah. it goes. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: so I, I like I, I mean, I guess that's a, that's a loaded question because there's so many things I like.
0: But. <laughs> yeah. What about yeah. you, Brad?
2: What what do you kind of gravitate towards? Um, well, I like dealing with customers. I mean, generally, they're always happy. Um, <laughs> generally. <you're>, generally. <laughs> generally. You might have to listen to some BS, but I mean, usually they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, so you're dealing with happy people all day, which is yeah. nice. Um, they're appreciative of what you do. Um, and then when it comes to the brewing side of things, I like, Learning new styles and trying new things and just researching and techniques, I guess. Yeah, just getting more in depth with anything, everything. Uh,
0: so how fun has it been to to play around with the ribstone? Like are you keeping the ribstone recipes as are? Or, or do you yeah is it tempting to tweak as you go or
2: what's your thought I, on that? I think we might well, like well, we'll we've see how tweak more with our own stuff. Yeah. So yeah. At this point it's just making making it taste like what it tasted like from them, I guess. And yeah. Making sure it's good. Quality, and maybe as time goes
1: it. on, it might be something that we tweak for whatever reason, but right now we're just staying true to the recipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's
0: awesome. That's it's it's so exciting. I'm I'm so happy for you guys. a that you're obviously growing, um, expanding, and um yeah, just to be bringing that brand back for people. I think um
2: I think a lot of people will be excited to hear that. So yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, I think a lot of Lloyd people also felt like it was their the second local brewery because it was only a little skip away and how far mm-hmm. is it sorry how far is that you're just t- under so an hour
1: yeah like 45 minutes okay
2: to
0: an hour. Yeah. yeah yeah no i um no that's that's awesome news so congratulations you guys are coming um to the edmonton festival in we are. march so you're yeah. gonna have um that was where the conversation i guess started yeah. was your uh mentioning you you uh might need a second booth so we, it'll be cool we to will. see the ribstone yeah. <laughs> brand out there yeah, the relaunch um, yeah um congratulations guys thanks for sharing okay. your story and uh yeah i'm excited to see you guys in edmonton and um if you if you ever want to come out to our jasper festival i'll get a marmot uh ski pass will you get us for a you babysitter uh, yeah <laughs> hey I got, my my kids are my daughter's just about to turn 12 and she's got a oh, babysitting course the so there perfect you go age.
2: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> awesome okay well, If thank you so guys much come on i'll get you the babysitter i promise next yeah. time you're in uh, lloyd hopefully we're in a new space and yeah come see everything in all its glory yeah what's the turnaround time when do you expect to be in the new space Whenever we find
1: one. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll lock we,
2: one down, okay. I guess. You yeah. Can. Gotcha.
1: We've, we've, we've got some feelers out. So hopefully that's a, a deal. That's pretty much top of the list right now for priorities for yeah. us. So hopefully awesome. soon we, we get that going. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, you guys are busy. I'll let you guys get going. But yeah, thanks yeah, for the, um, thanks for sharing the story. And we'll definitely uh, help spread the word that uh, Ribstone is you. back.
1: Yeah. Thanks awesome. for having us. And we'll see you in Edmonton.
0: You bet. Okay. Take care, guys. Okay. Take
1: Take care. care. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the ABF podcast. If you enjoyed the conversation, please rate us where you download your podcasts and share with friends. For more information on other projects that our team is working on, please visit albertabeerfestivals.com. Remember to join us again next week and have an awesome day.